in your face, all over the place. We're online 24-7-24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station. From Tucson, Arizona, Excellence in Airwaves Network brings you my show, The Joshua Paul Show on Simple Living Radio, sponsored by listeners like you. Negativity all around us, every day, every single part of our lives, and what can we do about it? Well, when you sit back and you think and you meditate on this, what can I do about my negative thoughts? How can I rid myself of these anxieties? It actually becomes very simple. And I'm starting to implement this too. As I do these shows, I like to share with you things that I'm implementing that might help you. The way that I got rid of negativity in my life is by ridding myself of negative people. Don't you wish that the world, that our lives had a block button like Facebook or Twitter, where you could just block somebody away? Well, guess what? They do. Most of our communication these days is online, through apps, social media, and it's very easy for those people that you know from high school from 10 or 20 years ago, or that relative that only puts you down, that's their only method of really communicating with you. They might never call. And what you do is you simply block. And in your mind, this is very hard to do. I've done it. The first time it's very hard to do. I should clarify. After that, it gets a little bit easier. I did it to a major somebody in my life. And then just kind of worked myself down the line. I have a lot of problems with anxiety. I get panic attacks like you wouldn't believe. As a fashion designer, when I was in fashion and having to be around people, just nervous. I was the one that showed up in a dress shirt with a tie, and I was wearing pajama pants, and people are looking at you like, what? But you're an artist and trying to be yourself, and you're creative and starting a brand. Um, But getting back to the negativity and also bringing in the branding, Why don't you brand yourself? Brand yourself as a person that doesn't put up with any nonsense. When you're online and you're dealing with people and someone gives you something negative, just get rid of it. Don't even stew over it. Don't think about it. Ridding yourself of people, like my first one, is going to take you a lot longer to get into that mind frame of I can block people. And it's not just blocking people on social media, but it's taking that thinking and blocking people in your own mind, just completely getting rid of them. So we rid ourselves of these people in our mind and also in our lives. 
and I was speaking about reading these negative thoughts from these people and just trying to get rid of it. As my listeners know, my best friend, my mother, passed away. It will be a year ago, a month from now, and I still can't believe that she's gone. One of the people that I let go because of a negative context and negative situation was um, someone that couldn't be closer to me without bringing up names or hinting at anything. A relative. Well, one relative that I got rid of. But I didn't, it's not that we don't care about these people that we separate ourselves from when we're separating this negative energy. It's more complex than that. For me, a PTSD person and, you know, an artist who's always thinking, a writer, it's a little bit um, difficult in my head to get out these negative thoughts that keep coming at me. So I have to look at positive ways that I can improve my life, improve my thinking through simplicity. And I've done a great deal of simplicity over the past four years. Simplicity and ridding yourself from these negative people, this negative energy, is only going to strengthen you. What you need to do first, this is sort of the spiritual part of the broadcast, what you need to do first is get yourself some incense and a sage wand and go around to every single entryway, window, opening mirror, everything inside of your dwelling and go around it like you're tracing the door. Go around it with the incense and, you know, or the sage wand and make your smoke. And you also need to prepare yourself some holy water. There, in every religion, there's everything is completely different with holy water. How do you create it? Where does it come from? Whatever. But my idea of a spiritual being is that we are all spiritual. So it's easy to, quote, make holy water. Get yourself some water, pray over it. Go around and do the tracing, the smoking of the doors, like I said, sage bless your house, and then dot it. And if you're Christian, make the sign of the cross. If you're Jewish, a star of David, or do both. They're all symbols of um, power and peace and serenity, and I guarantee you that you will start to feel the difference in your home. It will feel a lot more peaceful. Let's get back to these negative people, <laughs> this negative energy. It can be found almost everywhere. There are people complaining about life com constantly, practicing bad habits and bringing you down. The emotions they spread are going to influence your thoughts and actions in a bad way. So avoiding the sources of negative energy is obligatory if you want to be more successful in life. I like to incorporate in my show a lot of my own life. Because I've gotten a lot of feedback through people on Kiwi and Twitter and emails and whatever. I've gotten a lot of feedback that some of my personal experiences other people are going through. So what I'm learning, I'm sharing with you. And this is the journey that we're doing all together. And if you're not following me yet on Twitter, please do. I'm at Joshua Paul Show. Same goes for the Kiwi app. That's where I'm verified. So you know it's me. Follow me and we can continue these conversations daily. Continue them between each other. The hashtag is meditative state. 
Foxy Says, or Church of All Gods. And you'll pull up a massive amount of thoughts and information that you can reflect on yourself. That will help you get rid of this negative energy and this negative um, sort of sense of, of, you can feel the negativity in the air. You know how they say sometimes you just wake up and you feel a really bad day coming on? If you're walking into your home, your own dwelling, and you're thinking about negative people and negative influences in your life, but you're walking into your own home and not feeling peaceful, you can't have this happiness from within. And as I was researching for my own benefit, not for the show, but for my own learning benefit, I found a blog online. There is no particular attribution, so I'm not sure where it comes from. I have no idea. But on Blogspot, I was just kind of looking around, and um, I found a couple things that I want to share with you. I was meditating on this when I read this, is that happy people don't base their happiness on external stimulations. They realize once the stimulant is gone, their mood would be ruined. Instead, they look for internal sources of positive energy and practice mindfulness. That's a good hashtag to search, too. But that really stuck out to me, is that happy people. We always wonder, you know, is anybody happy on the face of the earth? We look at people like Ellen DeGeneres, who's rich, very successful uh, wife. But there, there's things that um, I'm sure she sits back and she thinks about and she's just not happy with. And, you know, we're all sitting back and we're kind of um, thinking about changes in this country and in our government. And um, that doesn't help the external stimulations at all. And in order to get to the point where you can spread your happiness and your being and your positivity around the world, we can't focus on these external stimulations such as having a terrible president or a terrible senator, these things happen and we all vote and then we kind of move on and deal with it and take action in the middle. So when I read that, that's how I interpreted it. And I am choosing to, I will be tweeting and I'll be doing Kiwi and everything. And of course my political stuff, but I have chosen to let that little part of what I can't control, not obsess me. I'm not going to lay around for an hour having a panic attack because someone is in a political office that I don't agree with and that I'm fearful of because I have no control of that. That's how I interpreted the happiness from within because a lot of what I worry about, I'm not really worried about myself. I'm content with where I am, how far I came, how far I've come, things I've overcome. I'm content with that. But, you know, I, I just completely lost my thought. And it, that's the, the beauty of when I do my show. Um, I don't want to stray too far away from topic here. But the thing is, when I do my show, we are evolving. Um, I'm very proud to have uh, partnered up with uh, Rob Sa. Follow him on Twitter at Joshua Paul Show. Alexa and the Echo Dot is amazing because you can listen to the show. You can just ask Alexa to play the Joshua Paul show, and bingo, it comes from TuneIn Radio. That's part of my happiness. Part of my happiness in life is speaking. 
I'm a writer and I'm an artist. And once you find your happiness, there's nothing that's going to take you away from it. Nothing can take me away from broadcasting. Maybe I'll be off the, the airwaves, but I'm still going to broadcast my message to everyone. You understand? Because I want to spread this uh, piece of um, being content inside my head and inside my life to other people. One of the other things on uh, the blog, uh, which I just actually delve into, was that um, happy people practice positive thinking. And uh, they wrote, thoughts influences your actions. So if you think negatively, there's no bright future ahead of you. Positive people don't believe in the excuses their minds come up with through positive affirmations and finding the good side of any problem. They make sure they are mentally set up for success. That's really good advice. And the other thing that I noticed on this particular blog spot is a quote that I would like to share with you. And the quote beginning is never let the negativity get to you. There are going to be a lot of people in your life you have to plow through. But as long as you believe in yourself, that's all that matters. And it's by someone named Becky G. No idea who Becky G is. That's kind of the beauty of blogging and Twitter and podcasting. You know, I've been doing radio shows for seven years now, and I, I predicted where we would be. And that's part of my happiness is um, looking back and, and looking at something and going, I predicted that this would happen and I worked with it along the way. That's part of my happiness. Something in your life is going to touch that too. Maybe it's the fact that you like to restore cars and you go find a VW bus and you decide to restore it. Do it slowly. It's the same example until you get to that peak of happiness. I really like that quote, whoever Becky G is. There's endless reasons to believe in yourself. Even if you feel completely helpless and worthless, these negative thoughts are temporary obstacles and most of the time they're made up. This is what I'm teaching myself, and this is very, very hard to do. Reasons to believe in yourself. You know, I look at my myself in the mirror every day, just like everybody else does, and I doubt. I self-doubt myself. The um, disorder that I have, it's like I have to make a list every day, and I have to check off every single one of those goals which is actually a simple task like take out the garbage. And that's a goal for me. I made it to the garbage can. And when I use that example, maybe take that from me, from what I do, from my own therapy and everything else, and maybe you sit down and write yourself a list of things that you hope to accomplish that day that will kind of rid you of some anxiety so that you can find happiness. I rid myself of anxiety uh, the past two days because I got so much done, so much out of the way, so much handled with the radio show. My bills paid, um, a conflict on a credit card all taken care of. Once I got all of that out of me, I was ready to be creative again. And I couldn't be in the position that I am now or in the spot that I am now 
if I would never have cut off the negative people. I began cutting off negative people when I got into fashion eight years ago. When I started in radio seven years ago, uh, it was a learning experience. As I've gone on and I've been homeless and everything else, I've really learned to cut off the negative people because your surroundings have an impact on yourself. So if you're spending time with negative people in a negative place, in a negative situation, that's going to feed off of you and that's going to walk right back into your household. The spirituality part that I was talking about, where you sage your windows, you bless your windows in holy water and all of that, that's important to do every now and then because in my mind as a medium and um, just being an artist and, and being in tune, I guess, in my mind, this negative energy and thing, it, it can come right through the door back home with you. So even if it's a placebo effect, if you're walking around and you're saging and you're burning incense and everything to clean the environment and clean the air and it calms you, do it. It's part of training. It's part of training regu regularly for uh, this tremendous impact that you're going to have on yourself. Train regularly for it. Uh, when I'm thinking about training regularly, you know, I'm thinking about exercising. People that go to the gym every day like clockwork or every other day like clockwork. For those of us that don't go to the gym or work out every day, which I raise my hand, I am guilty of that. I train my mind. And to me, my mind is going to travel with me. My body's not. It's not important uh, my body. I don't want to say I'm abusive with my body, but it's not as important as my mind. So in order to, to um, for many people to, to train regularly, they use physical training, they use exercise, but that's not what I'm talking about to feel good. I'm talking about feeling good on another level. Reading yourself of this negative energy that is completely engulfing you and I'm there myself believe me every single day is a challenge Carrie Fisher said and I'm paraphrasing when Carrie Fisher was alive she said something like um, she was talking about her bipolar and she had said something if you get one thing done every day it's a miracle that that even happened think that way yourself and I realize that most of you are people that have a nine to five job or an eight to four or whatever. Uh, many of you are not sitting at home writing or working on a show or painting. So it's a little different. But um, one of the ways that, that I cleanse myself and that I feel better, you've heard the thing I need to go outside and get some fresh air. That's true. Where I'm at in Tucson, in my place, I can go out onto my balcony and I can look and I can see mountains in every single direction. I can see the sun set um, towards California, uh, to the west. Um, I, it's, it's gorgeous. But I like spending time in nature. I'm in a city, but nature is, of course, everywhere around us. I like looking at the mountains. I like spending time in nature. Being in nature clears your mind. And not only does it clear your mind, but it relaxes your body. So positive people dedicate a part of their day to get outside and admire the beauty. 
of Mother Earth. Mother Earth has blessed us with so many different things. There's, there's little things in every day that can bring spirituality and, and positivity into your life. I have a rock collection. Do you ever just pick up a rock and feel it and feel like it's powerful and wonder where that rock has been? Has it been at the bottom of the ocean? Did it form from the Grand Canyon? Did someone 2,000 years ago pick up this rock and wonder the same thing? Nature is wondrous. It's a great way to pick up a little ounce of positivity. There's a lot of advice on the internet about avoiding impulsive spending when it comes to ridding yourself of negativity. I'm not going to even get into that because I'm not in a position to spend compulsively. And many of you are in the same position. I used to be, but not anymore. So I'm not even going to get into that. But I do want to talk about, I spoke about my mother passing away. I, I do want to speak about medicinal marijuana and um, looking into yourself for positivity. I'm not talking about getting high. I, I really, you know, marijuana, anybody that wants to smoke it or, or have an edible or whatever, it, fantastic. To me, it's, it's, it's medicine. So as I'm looking at these negative thoughts in my head of things that were said to me by people that I have ridden myself of, it plays over and over and over in my mind. I accept that failure because positive people embrace the failure. That's the way that we learn and grow. We learn and grow. From life experience. You know, I think about uh, my um, first major ex uh, has a baby now and wonderful life and we speak often. Um, I failed that relationship and I have accepted it. But I have um, gotten to the point where there is a great friendship. I didn't just completely shut off that part of my life. Now, my, my ex-wife, that's completely different because it was just negativity everywhere with, with that. So I completely let it go, and I also accepted that failure. My marriage did not work out. I take full responsibility of that. I take full responsibility for what happens in my life. We all need to take full responsibility of what happens in our life. I mentioned on my last show about having a seizure and earning a little scar. It's a war wound. I take responsibility of the fact that I didn't go to the doctor. I wasn't on the right medication for my seizures. I wasn't taking care of myself. Now I have a little scar. I take responsibility of it. That's just an example. We have scars on our souls as well. We have scars in our mind. And once you get to the point of to use my scar, one thing I'm most embarrassed of, to use my scar as an example, you kind of get used to it. You look at it and you go, there's something I can't change. I'm not going to think negative about it. I'm going to control my thoughts today. It's over with. Always devote yourself a lot of time every day to sit back and meditate. That's where the medical marijuana comes in. What I use the medicinal marijuana for 
I'm not going to disclose. But a benefit of the medicinal marijuana uh, that I am fully legal for in Arizona is that for me, it helps with PTSD and uh, depression. And I'm not zonked out. I can sit and think about what do I want to do to change the world? Um, what is my, my next show going to be? How is this um, poem that I'm, I'm working on uh, turning out? Um, it, it makes me, it enhances my life, makes me more creative. And in fact, it also makes me feel better physically. So as you know, I'm a huge advocate for medical marijuana. When I do my ritual, the blessing ritual I spoke of, when I do that, I like to turn on some music. There's a, a particular song that I have used on this show before called Yea Noah. If you look it up uh, on YouTube, play a song like that and just kind of get at peace with yourself and walk around kind of in a meditative state of mind. But if you want to look that song up, Yea Noah it's a Native American chant. It's actually spelled Y-E-H-A and then N-O-H-A. Look that up and kind of chant along with things. So you got to believe there's always a solution. There's a solution to every single problem. You get the negativity out of your life and out of your household, all of that negative energy that surrounds you in that negative thinking, and you start to believe that there's a solution. It's one of the things that I'm sharing with you that I'm going through. What is the solution to a financial crisis? What is the solution to loneliness? What is the solution to not wanting a relationship, but sometimes feeling like I do for 30 seconds? I'm going through, I'm, I, I'm working all this out in my mind, but there's always a solution. And when we meditate and we think spiritually, we get into this state of mind, this, this meditative state of mind. There's always a solution and there's always an answer. The election of Donald Trump. When Donald Trump was elected, a lot of people freaked out. Uh, what are we going to do? What's going to happen? You know what? When George W. Bush was elected, we had a lot of the same. This is intense with what Donald Trump is doing during these years. But there really isn't anything that we personally can do to control that watching the TV or listening to the radio and hearing that negative thought. There isn't really too much we can do about it. So what I suggest is that we step back and we just kind of let it go. This doesn't mean to be disinterested in the world or in politics or anything. Continue to be an activist. But if you need to step back, step back. I find myself when um, I get really involved in things, I find myself getting a lot of anxiety and really stressed out. And a lot of it is what I don't enjoy doing. So guess what we're going to do? We're not going to do anything anymore that we don't enjoy doing. That might sound stupid. You have a job, you don't enjoy doing it, don't do it anymore. There's more out there, go. You're having problems in this country or in the state that you live in or in whatever whatever country you live in, leave. It's that simple. Suitcase, out of there. Just go. There's always a solution. You have to believe there's always a solution. And sometimes life hits you really hard. 
But at these moments, of course, we tend to doubt our abilities. We have to stop doubting our abilities because there's always a solution. The other thing about reading negativity that I have learned and that I'm working on still is learning when to say no. There's a value to no and yes. Learning when to say no. This includes learning when to say no to yourself. Sometimes it gets overwhelming for me um, seeing messages from Messenger or from Kiwi, uh, Twitter, whatever. I just don't feel like talking to people that day. I'm kind of in my own mind frame, my, my own zone, my own thing. And I, I hear it go ding, and I'm feeling obligated to pick it up right away. It's one of the reasons why I have a landline, and I use an iPod. And I will use the iPod as long as the iPod will continue to work. I don't care if it's 2020. It will be in my hand. I have learned to say no. Um, I don't like text messaging and feeling like a cell phone is glued to my head all the time. So guess what? I don't have a cell phone. And when these uh, messenger messages come through or an alert from social media or whatever, I feel obligated to get on it right away. Sit down and tell yourself, no, I'm doing something else and not feeling like it. There's a huge value to that. Yes and no. And you want to say it at the right moment because that's priceless when you say it at the right moment. It's priceless when you say it um, to yourself. I can say no. I can also say yes, but I'm not obligated to do so. You're not obligated to do anything in life except for learn, and you're not obligated to please anyone else in your life. You can rid yourself of this energy. You can rid yourself of most of your problems simply by not thinking about it. I'm not talking about becoming a zombie, but you think it down. You kind of melt it down. So you think about it heavy. It's bothering you, right? You have anxiety and all kinds of distress and worries and cries and chest pains. You think about it. And you work it down through meditation and through thinking. You work it down, 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 deeper, deeper, and deeper until the point where you're not seeking approval anymore. And then you can go outside without your makeup. You can go out without your best clothes. You can tell people you're in a financial crisis. It won't bother you because you're seeking nobody's approval. The only approval that we need in life is to be able to approve ourselves. And only by doing so can we make the world a better place. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time on The Joshua Paul Show. Napa know-how. Napa guy knows not to judge a man by his car's multicolored paint job or absence of modern gadgetry. Who cares if it's technically old enough to vote and the windows are powered by the strength of your left arm? Your monthly payment is zero, and it'll stay that way. Because with over 500,000 parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep anything on the road. She may not be pretty, but she's all yours. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how.